are the starting points or the genesis point for our monastery still relevant now? I think they're still relevant questions. I think they're still relevant uh, issues to be undertaken. I don't know if it's relevant for our monastery to take those issues on. Dealing with a monastery as, a pro as an initiative in relation to its political moment is really important for anybody to understand what its ambitions were and why it looks the way it does and its intentions. So it comes in that moment, kind of in the emergence of the Occupy movement, but also mm, its initial prototype is realized sort of post-Occupy, or at least when a lot of the um, squares have been cleared. So a monastery is very much an expression of that moment and there's a set of specific questions that it's responding to. One is that, okay, everybody was connected as a result of the web, but they don't have the necessary infrastructure or network to represent the expression of the life that they live online and the life that they want to live in everyday reality. Um, so it was an attempt to produce a networked infrastructure that could support that network. It also identified issues that are arising in terms of within a distributed network of people. The entire endeavor is taken on with a kind of jubilant, jubilant naivety, which is quite important because were it not to be undertaken in that way, that it wouldn't have been so, uh, so bold and it wouldn't have attempted to remake and rethink a way of living in the world, it would have been much more cautious. There was a base awareness that we were emerging into a moment in which those that had participated in a sort of uh, utopian optimism around technology were beginning to change their position which in this moment right now is kind of difficult to perceive because we are in this quite strong anti-tech moment and that's become the kind of melu. But at that time, it wasn't like that. Um, and we weren't necessarily pessimistic about technology, but we identified that there was a trajectory where rules would become more and more present within our lives as a result of emerging technologies such as blockchain and augmented reality and there's a kind of deep awareness. So there's a kind of attempt upstream to produce a way of living with those technologies or thinking through those technologies that could produce a different outcome. And the reason why Agamben's thinking is important is because Agamben goes back to the monastic rule as the last time within Western thought that there was a form of life, bios, where the rule and the life coexist as one and they produce one another. When we started a monastery, we didn't know that. And so, yeah, we kind of produced a caricature of what the monastery was. And it was through the process of doing a monastery that we realized the profundity of that question and what is produced in the monastic rule. And for those of us that, and it's not everybody that was involved in a monastery that's kind of dug deep into that, but those that have, 
have had to radically alter their lives. And I think the base conclusion is that one cannot produce a technology or base infrastructure that can change the current condition, but it is necessary to change oneself. And then the question of how to change oneself within contemporary society in this moment is a very complex one. So in terms of the technology we're working with, we're working with, there's another lesson that happens there that you cannot produce the thing that we're attempting to produce inside a city because the monastery is contingent upon its ability to control time in the same way that time in many ways emerges from the monasteries as an attempt to keep the timing of the office and prayer. So in terms of the technology we're working with, we're working with some, some way in which cybernetic thought plus technology plus spatial considerations merge together. And in a very basic way, we were just asking the question of what would it be like to produce a hackerspace that people live in? I think the unmonastery in terms of plur plurality and in maybe something that's kind of akin to Glissant's idea of archipelic thought, which is to say that my expression of what this should be is not necessarily definitive of what this could be as a, as a movement of expressing a different form of life. And certainly the aspiration early on was not ever that we would be acting in isolation, but that as a, as a result of a set of emergent conditions, that we would see a kind of mass movement of these strange living experiments. So when I think about a monastery should it be in a mid-sized city? Should it be in the countryside? I think that there needs to be a mass of experimentation. The reason why we said a mid-sized city of like 60,000 or less was because there's also an opportunity in that there's massive brain drain into large cities, that there are ever more prevalent issues, particularly in the Italian context where we started, where a lot of the infrastructure that the cities rely on resides outside of the cities. So if you have mass depopulation of the countryside, then you have a major problem for the country. So we saw it also as an opportunity where on one level we want to move it within our own temporality and then that coincides with uh, an opportunity to solve a problem. The question then becomes, if I'm going to continue to exist in society, if exit is not my option, then how will it transform my everyday life?